This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. Happy Juneteenth, everyone. Shelly, good evening. What that news be doing indeed. Welcome. We're going to find out here in just a few minutes. Might be a bit of a short one tonight. Because Justin's got shit to do. Justin is insanely busy right now. But I'm not going to let you uh, get out of here. Without hearing about all the craziness going on in our society. Like the white powder sent to... I think it was 90... 90 legislators in Kansas received mysterious white powder. There were two different people, and this was competing ideologies. A Democratic delegate went on Fox News and stuck her foot in her mouth and said something she probably shouldn't have. And Kurt Schilling, a far-right nut job, went on Fox News and stuck his foot in his mouth and said something he probably shouldn't have. Now, the, the thing is, is Kurt Schilling was being serious. And I'm pretty sure that the Democratic delegate, uh, Stacy Plaskett is her name, I'm pretty sure she just slipped up. I think she just misspoke. But we'll we'll watch both videos and we'll determine for ourselves. New report by the DOJ reveals that the FBI actually waited until April of 2022 before opening an investigation into Trump's involvement in January 6th. Mike Pence echoed a right-wing lie that I face constantly from idiots trying to make a point. A lot of them like to say, no one was ever prosecuted for the riots in 2020. Far, far, far from the truth. We have body cam footage. (laughs) The thing that got me banned from Twitch. We've got body cam footage of the cops arresting the dad that killed his, his three sons. The horrific story. Apparently he was just like sitting on the stoop waiting for them. I'm not looking forward to this. I love watching body cam footage. I'm not looking forward to watching this one. Get this. There is a submarine that does these tours that takes tourists down to the Titanic wreckage. That submarine has disappeared. There is there is a search underway for that submarine. Apparently, they gave a press conference just a couple of hours ago. I missed that. We'll get the update on exactly what's going on. Heat waves and storms hitting the south and the Midwest here in the U.S. 
Ah, oh, just in time for Pride Month, too. Content warning, fuckers. Warlord, no slots tonight, but I do have poker. We have a poker story tonight. It would seem that during the World Series of Poker, one of the participants tried to cheat. There was a heated argument. I've got video. Clinically, good evening. Porg, good evening. So glad to see everyone tonight. <laughs> Have you guys heard about the new hit movie? This is the summer blockbuster. God, I don't even know what it's called. Ah, oh, shit. Some dumbass uh, alerted me to it today. I didn't know the right-wingers were up in arms about it. No Way Back. The Reality of Gender-Affirming Care. No Way Back. The Reality of Gender-Affirming Care. That was supposed to be shown uh, at an AMC theater that has now been canceled. I had a right-winger tell me, like, How is this not censorship? To which I pointed out to that right-winger, it's available to watch on Vimeo right now. How could it possibly be censorship? You stupid fucks. Nobody accused right-wingers of being intelligent, right? Right-wingers are morons. Clinically, I have no clue how, how far below the surface is. We'll get all those details when we get to that story. Very interesting story I want to talk about here. Plus, if you noticed on the thumbnail for the show, CM Punk, CM Punk. CM Punk returned to the ring on Saturday night. My friend called me a mark for CM Punk. Because I might have... Um, made my dinner and and had it to where I took it right out of the oven at the at eight o'clock on Saturday night so I could sit down to dinner I already had a bong packed I already had a glass of chocolate milk made in the fridge so I didn't have to miss a minute Saturday night collision on TNT when my favorite wrestler possibly of all time returned from injury he had a lot to say Apparently, he had a lot to say after the cameras stopped rolling for the TNT show. Went on a rant that is going viral about trans rights. So, hell yeah, based CM Punk. Got a pube or cat hair or something in my mouth. There's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David gets a pube stuck in the back of his throat. Hilarious. Anyway, all that and more tonight on the Troll Patrol. Live. You live in sexual anarchy? The Bretagne. Not censorship if no one cares about it. That's why I said like some propaganda film isn't being showed. Who gives a shit? Here is your meme of the day. (laughs) 
Uh, I can't like if you're if you're listening to the audio of this, I can't even like. I usually try to describe the meme because we want to be we, we, I want to be an accessible show. If there is someone who is visually impaired, I want to be able to to laugh. I want to have them laugh with us. I don't want to exclude them from the fun. And if, if there's somebody listening to the audio of the show and, and they're not not actually watching. I want them to be able to enjoy the memes as well, but I don't I don't know how to describe this. Captain Picard getting his head sucked on. He looks very happy about it. I I guess it's a, that's a great description. It's like she's giving the top of his head a raspberry. I, like I'm assuming the top picture is from uh, pornography, but like, is she sucking on a titty? Like, I don't know. I <laughs> that's not a dick she's got in her mouth. Not any dick. Not any kind of dick I've ever seen that looked like that. Sucking on my titties like you want it. Sorry, I really need to quit uh, singing on the stream. It's her. It's her knee. She's sucking on her knee. <laughs> this is not even porn. Is this some meme I didn't even know about? You give me those those eyeballs like she's sucking my dick. Uh, oh, oh, okay. You're certain that's a knee. Come on, man. man. Clinically has a knee fetish. It is confirmed that is indeed a knee. I hate it when I switch my background. It felt like it like it looks weird, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what makes it do that where it's like a different position on that screen. Fuck you. Try to I try to be uh on the ball putting up the Juneteenth graphics. I warned y'all in case anybody tried to go to the bank or the post office today that it was Juneteenth. And I believe that's how we're going to start off the night. I've got several stories about... Oh, I haven't even run down what... Yeah, I have run down what we're talking about. Shit. <laughs> oh, God, I'm not high enough for this shit. We're going to start off tonight with the history of Juneteenth. Some people might not know... Some people might not know what it is or where it comes from. Second. And then following this little piece that we're, we're, we're getting here. Uh, it's probably by the AP or maybe CNN. We're going to hear from uh, Opal Lee. Opal Lee, the grandmother of June 19th. After four bloody years, the Union defeated the Confederacy to win the Civil War and abolish slavery in April 1865. There were nearly four million slaves in the U.S. at that time. Union armies began marching through the southern states, freeing thousands of slaves each day. The news took months to reach Texas, the westernmost state in the Confederacy. On June 19, 1865, Major General Gordon Granger and 2,000 Union troops rode into Galveston, Texas and told slaves of their freedom. 
The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves. Granger's words spread through Texas. All at once, slaves found out the war was over and they were free. Their joyous, spontaneous celebration gave birth to Juneteenth. Juneteenth, a combination of the words June and 19th, commemorates when the last enslaved people in the South were finally set free. Many slaves were met with violence, even death, when they tried to leave. Yet the promise of freedom extinguished fear and fueled generations of indestructible people. Former slaves gathered on Juneteenth the next year and the year after that. And over the decades, black communities observed the holiday with festive family gatherings, colorful parades, and bountiful barbecues. Texas became the first state to make Juneteenth an official holiday in 1980. And since, all but three states recognize Juneteenth as a holiday. While it is not a federal holiday in the U.S., following the summer of protests in the wake of George Floyd's murder in 2020, private companies have made Juneteenth a permanent paid holiday for their employees. Juneteenth is a celebration of independence, the day all Americans were truly free. I thought it was a federal holiday. I did not know it was not yet. Holy shit. My bad on that one. I lied to you last night. Our banks and I don't think the mill ran today. Maybe the mill ran. Maybe the mill did run because it is not a federal holiday. Could be. Oh. Let's hear from the uh, woman who has the title of being the grandmother of Juneteenth. Her name is Opal Lee, and she has a fascinating story. The U.S. is gearing up to mark Juneteenth this Sunday, and this, of course, comes after President Biden made June 19th a federal holiday last year. But there's one woman who made it her mission to see that peace must have been old. That's what I thought. Texas to talk with 95-year-old Opal Lee, who many Biden made it a federal holiday last year. That's what I thought. Ninety-five years young. Yes, Put it that way. Opal Lee shows no signs of slowing down. Now, I think this is from last year. Her life story has become legendary for her mission as the grandmother of Juneteenth. At what point did you decide that you wanted Juneteenth to be a national holiday? I felt like I hadn't done enough. I was 89 years old when I got to thinking about it. I just decided. So it wasn't until then? It wasn't until 89? No. I was old as dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I um, decided that maybe if a little old lady, 89 years old, in tennis shoes, walking from Fort Worth to Washington, somebody would pay attention. And they did when she started Opal's Walk. Trekking two and a half miles at a time. For the two and a half years it took for General Gordon Granger to arrive in Texas and inform enslaved black people of their freedom after the Emancipation Proclamation totally understand. in 1865. She delivered 1.5 million signatures to Congress 
clinching victory when legislation passed last year. The bill is passed. <laughs> it was signed by President Biden at the White House, establishing Juneteenth National Independence Day. What do you think of when you look at that pen? That it has done so much for freedom. Long before the former school teacher and mother of four launched a national campaign, her recognition of Juneteenth came at an early age. When I was a little one and we lived in Marshall, Texas, we'd go to the fairground. There'd be games and food and food and food. I'm here to tell you. Fuck yeah, food. It was like Christmas. That's the way you celebrate. But June 19th wasn't always a celebratory occasion. In 1939, when Opal was 12 years old, her family moved to a home at this corner in Fort Worth that was torched by a white mob. The paper says there were some 500 folk who gathered. They drug the furniture out and burned it. Burned the house too. My parents never ever talked to us about it. Not ever. Why do you think that was? I don't know. They accepted what had happened. Acceptance, but for her mother, not defeat. After that house was destroyed, she worked untirelingly till she got another one. I say that maybe I got my tenacity from her. I've got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> that tenacity is now driving Opal to erect a new national museum on her own land dedicated to telling the story of Juneteenth. People think it's a black thing when what it's a not, badass. It's not a Texas thing. It's not that. Juneteenth means freedom. And I mean for everybody. For those who come after you, what do you want them to know when they hear the name Opal Lee? I want them to know that the little old lady dreamed and they can dream too and their dreams can come to fruition. In Fort Worth, Texas, Nicole Killian, CBS News. What a badass. Now let me uh, hit you with a little ignorance. First up, you know how much I fucking love Washington Journal on C-SPAN. Washington Journal is amazing. Apparently they had a doozy of a call. Hi, Olivia. Dave in Texas, Republican. Hi, Dave. Good morning to you. Hi, good morning. I really appreciate your show. It, it certainly enlightens me how Democrats think. I have not heard one white Democrat apologize for slavery. 
I've heard, I haven't heard any black person say thank you to the over 300,000 <laughs> men. Did you see her? Did you see her hand go for the button? She's on the button. She's ready to go. She, so she's on her iPad right there. Watch her, watch her reach for it. Just She's like, oh, this could go south. It enlightens me how Democrats think. I have not heard one white Democrat apologize for slavery. I've heard, I haven't heard any black person say thank you to the over 300,000 white men who died to free those black mm. slaves. I just, I, I'm astonished. I, I realize we're focusing on slavery, but my descendants are from Scotland and Ireland. We never owned slaves. All right, they there in, in Texas. The previous caller mentioned. No, I would have loved to have heard what he was getting ready to say about Asians. What was coming next? Oh my God. Am I voting for Trump or DeSantis? <laughs> right wingers are morons. <laughs> Am I voting for Trump or DeSantis? Welcome in, Dobbikin. <laughs> How are you, my friend? If you uh, if you would like to, uh, I. I just played you an example of a right winger being a moron. Let me give you another one. You want another one? Uh, Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley also had some comments here on this Juneteenth. <laughs> oh, described as mind-blowingly stupid. Josh Hawley roasted for Juneteenth slavery remarks. Senator Josh Hawley posted what was meant to be a supportive tweet, marking Juneteenth a federally recognized holiday, marking the emancipation of the final uh, enslaved persons in the U.S., but his remarks were roundly criticized for whitewashing the horror of slavery. Today is a good day to remember. Christianity is the, th is the faith. <laughs> and America is the place slavery came to dot. What? 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 This is the place where slavery came to die. <laughs> yeah, there's dumb people on the left. I wouldn't use the Orsler. Ah, uh, clinically, clinically. I they're used to it over on the on the kick. We gotta give them some leeway. I don't know why you gotta throw that out, throw that out. Dovakin? I thought it was Dovakin. No, that's what Dovakin. This is from fucking. I know it's from. I played Skyrim Porg. Dovakin, Dovakin, Dovakin. Who Rado, motherfuckers? I'm in on it. I might be fucking the name up, though. That's possible. Poo. Ra. Do. 
I had forgot about it until somebody brought it up the other day. They announced fucking Elder Scrolls 6 like five or six years ago. We haven't heard shit about it since. What the hell? Oh, Dustin, Dustin, good evening. Oh, did you miss the C-SPAN caller? The C-SPAN caller was great. I, we weren't, we weren't one of the last countries to abolish slavery, but we sure as fuck wasn't worth the first, right? Like, there were several countries that abolished slavery after us. There's still countries that practice it. One could argue that it is still alive and well in several states here in the, in the U.S., there were bills to uh, criminalize slavery going around last year. I I don't even poor. It's been fucking years since I've been tempted to buy the the special edition, but like there's just so many other games I've got to play. Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, I look like a total what? Are you coming in here and trying to spam my chat for it? You look like a total fucking douche. Ah, but right wingers always trying to prove how moronic they are. Buddy, you can just like go to another channel and tell me to shut up. You can turn me off realize that right or or hey if you think I'm stupid you could call in 917-830-4359 or you could hop in the discord well I've heard it's little feelings listen 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 you can't cancel me you woke moralist up yours woke moralists we'll see who cancels who if you are pro-butt stuff, I do have some advice for you before you engage in the butt stuff. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. I look like I'm gonna die of AIDS. I don't think the phone, I think the phone thing was a Twitch thing. I don't think it works anymore. I'm gonna go plug them into Restream. I turned them off some. I'll have to go check that, Porg. Yeah, the, the Bang Phone and Bang Discord used to work. Weak. Listen, my friend, listen, listen. I'm just over here wanting to piss in Dan Cranshaw's eye pussy. I ain't bothering nobody except Dan Crenshaw. I'm trying I'm trying to bother Dan Crenshaw. Shut up, gay boy. What a hilarious comment. I mean, it is Pride Month. Usually I would have the Pride graphics up. We had the Pride countdown, but it's Juneteenth. So I put up uh I see I need to go reprogram it, Porg. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to fix that because I think it was through Twitch that it did that. Like it would work on all the other platforms, but Twitch was the one where the where the command was programmed. 
Nobody cares about you, my friend. If you're if you're not gonna call in or hop in the Discord, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and move on. We're gonna find out what that news be doing. Uh, you're really you're tiptoeing around a ban, and I don't want to have to ban anybody. Like I'm like I'm a free speech kind of guy, but if you start like you know coming in and and being intolerant of people's religious uh, faith or the way they're born, I'm not gonna go for it. Well, I like. Depends on how you're being intolerant. Like, if you're hating on somebody just because they're a Muslim or they're they're Jewish or they're Christian, I'm not down with that. But if you're making like succinct arguments about why their their religious beliefs are bad, or you're mocking their religion, I'm pretty cool with that. Like, it's it's context, right? It's context. You can't just be upset about somebody just because. They're a certain religion because they could be cool. You you got you can't be prejudiced towards people. You got you got to judge the individual. You got the content of the character, right? Like right wingers love saying that shit when it's when it's Martin Luther King Day. So, but like if you if you want to mock their their silly ass religious beliefs, I'm all about that. I give that a a, a wholehearted amen. Ah, uh, my friend, you're 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 gonna get booted. Uh, they're just being a troll. They might be cool. They might just be trying to like uh, get a rise out of us, and it ain't gonna work. Cause like I'm pretty chill. I'm usually apparently apparently I yell and scream and I get angry. People say that, but I feel like I'm pretty chill. I don't I don't get the angry thing. You guys know who Kurt Schilling is? He's uh he's a baseball star. I do believe he said some racist shit and some like bigoted shit back in the nineties. I wanna say he was talking about taking uh taking a subway with the A I think that was him. That might have been somebody else. But I want to I want to say uh, Kurt Schilling said some racist ass shit back in the nineties. But I could be confusing him. I get I get my racist ass white men confused. They're all mid. So forgive me for confusing mid motherfuckers. This is Kurt Schilling on Fox News. We're, we're up against a side and a force that doesn't play by the rules, refuses to play by the rules. Just look no further than the unconstitutional legal thing going with former President Trump. Um, and we're not doing anything about it. We're talking about it. And Richard. We, and we get emotional. Uh, that's it. They break the law. They do the things they need to do to ensure their agenda is driven forward. And we're watching them gut our nation from the inside out. And I don't know where the rubber is going to meet the road because, you know, talk, it's true sacrifice. You know, you look at the guys that the young men that signed the Constitution and, 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 and all the things that they sacrificed everything to, to, to come out from under a tyrannical government. And then eventually at some point there was a man at Concord who decided he was going to pull the trigger. And, and I feel like we're getting back to a point where somebody's going to have to pull a trigger because everything we hold dear, everything this country was founded on is being just dragged through the mud what is he talking about 
I don't understand what right wingers are like. I had somebody else like like he blocked me, but he was bitching about like Disney movies and <laughs> how Disney has gone woke and they were destroying everything he loved. And I'm like, what does that mean? Destroying everything you love, motherfuckers! I don't get it. I can't. I can't actually put my finger on what you think it is that's being taken away from you other than you just you don't like the like to the to the best of my knowledge to 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 my best guess they don't like that companies don't market to them anymore like that that feels like like remember we watched that clip of Jake Jacobs and he got all upset that the Mars company wasn't like marketing M&Ms to him that it was like a mixed race family and like it was a little boy that had a dress on or something was dressed like a witch and like that like oh my god the country's slipping away from me because people that I don't understand are being marketed to it's wild So I don't know what is what is being taken from you guys. What is it that's that's being dragged through the mud, Kurt Schilling? It has you so upset. And like this, is, Kurt Schilling. These are two multi-millionaires throwing a, a fit on television in front of millions of people. Wah, wah, wah. Like, what in the fuck is wrong with your lives? Multi, two multi-millionaires. Telling us about how this country is going down the drain. What the fuck are they smoking? Nobody gives a shit if you're straight or white, dude. That's the thing I don't understand. What, what, you're like, it's okay to be straight. Yeah, dude. We don't care. Nobody, nobody is upset with you because you are straight. Nobody is upset with you because you are white. And you really, like, you'll point to, like, uh, people on Twitter making jokes about white people. Or lynching white people or some shit. And you'll be like, see, 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 they don't like white people. And like, no, dude, you just can't take a fucking joke. You don't understand satire and humor because you're uptight and you're stupid. And tell me exactly how the country is going down the drain, ICB. I had some right-winger the other day tell me that Biden wrecked the stock market, to which I couldn't help but laugh because on that very day, the stock market had hit a record high. I had another right-winger tell me that unemployment was so much better under Trump. I'm like, you do realize unemployment is lower now, right? So I don't know what you are talking about. This is why I say that right-wingers are fucking morons. Dumbest fucks walking the planet. The whole, man, the Pepe the Frog thing is that was actually 
adopted by right-wing hate groups. But fucking, you can't point to a legitimate threat. Like, what I'm talking about is, like, there's, there's people that make jokes about white people on Twitter. And you guys can't take it! It's fucking hilarious. And you're always the ones that, like, oh, the snowflakes can't take a joke! Like, you people have zero self-awareness. I want you to learn to feel embarrassment. It would save the rest of us a lot of time. But calling you out on your hypocrisy doesn't actually fucking work. Because you don't care. You can't feel embarrassment. On the flip side of the coin, we had a Democratic delegate named Stacy Plaskett also go on Fox News. So both of them, both of them calling for violence. Yes, the Democratic rep called for violence, but I don't think she meant to say it. I don't know. I haven't watched the video yet. We'll make that determination while we watch it here. She is the representative of the Virgin Islands. Oh, I'm sorry. She wasn't on Fox. She was on MSNBC. My apologies. Having Trump not only have had the codes, but now having the classified information for Americans and being able to put that out and share it in his resort. Mater, good evening. Everyone who comes through should be terrifying to all Americans mm -hmm. and he needs to be shot, stopped. Yes, yes, she just misspoke as I figured. And he needs to be shot, stopped. Through should be terrifying to all Americans, mm -hmm. and he needs to be shot, stopped. Yes, the right wing is going nuts. They are going nuts over her, but uh, not Kurt Schilling saying somebody needs to pull the trigger. The hypocrisy is astounding. Blasket totally didn't mean to say that. Who gives a shit? Like, my audience probably is in the LGBTQ community. I suck a little dick, dude. I've gotten more pussy than you will ever get in your life. But I also sucked a lot of dick. So, chew on that one, motherfucker. Oh, shit. Seriously, ICB, you want to run your mouth? We have a phone line. 917... 830-4359 or you can hop in the discord the link to the discord is in the description I mean I did I shaved my head bald so that that does make me look a little dickish so bet you wish you could suck on it you wish you could suck on my head Wish you could suck on my head right like that, don't you? Wish you could suck it. Suck it. You live in sexual anarchy? Clinically is the money. Ah, I love it. 
don't know a lot of cis people, but it's because I fuck a lot of my friends, so I, I'm in a lot of circles that are, are very open. I assure, I assure you, my friend, uh, this audience is not bums because boy, have they ever been generous to me with their donations. Dustin bought me a fucking ounce for my birthday just a couple weeks ago. You're jobless and you you bought me an ounce for my birthday? God damn. That's a real G. No, Justin is fucking busy as fuck. And I shouldn't be jawjacking with you motherfuckers. I should be all here doing work. Making that money. <laughs> My Instacart shopper the other day, she was like, I've got two orders. Just a heads up. I'm like, don't worry, gal. Make that paper. I mean, like, I'm still, I'm a slave, but I get to dictate my terms and shit. So that's pretty cool. Once again, I can assure you, I know clinic, like if we're talking like one, I don't give a shit about money, but I can assure you clinically has got some money from somewhere. Hey, ICB, do you know that that's not true? Like, that's not, like, a real thing that happens. That's the reason, like, you understand capitalism, right? Like, companies do shit to make money. They don't do shit that isn't going to make them money. You understand that, right? So if a company is marketing to the LGBTQ community, it's because they feel like it's going to be profitable. Companies that get woke aren't going broke. They're more profitable than ever. Get woke, go broke has become a rallying cry for the political... And like, dude... This is the this is the wild thing is like you're talking about we as if like you're not being played. You understand that, right? Like companies like the Daily Wire are playing you with this nonsense. The whole wokeness, that's all a marketing scheme for them. Like it makes you feel like you're in a group that's that that like you belong to, right? And everybody else is crazy. Blah, blah, blah. This is typical cult behavior. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll, we'll see who cancels who. They'll tell you that everybody else lies to you and they can't be trusted. Like, you're, you are in a cult. Hands down, 100%. And here's it here. Let me give you another example. Let me give you another example. I was having an argument with this right winger and they kept saying that the left didn't understand 
the can of worms they opened with this investigation into Trump. And I was like, do you not think that the left would be all for it if Biden commits a crime and gets prosecuted? Like, we're totally down with that. If Biden committed a crime, prosecute him to the fullest extent. We're not in a cult. They are, they are playing you. And we, we have covered how like, you know, the, the Jeremy's razors, like those are cheaply made, overpriced garbage that grifters are, are throwing on you. The, the chocolate that they made to try to compete with Hershey. Not that I'm... Because I don't give a shit about Hershey's. I don't give a shit about Target. I hate corporations. So, like, I'm not going to Target. I'm not drinking Bud Light. That's the wild thing. Is like, you guys aren't hurting anybody. Bud Light gave almost exclusively to Republicans in their political... Uh, givings. So, like, Republican politicians are are kind of pissed off that, like, YouTube grifters are assaulting one of their donors. But then you have, like, what was the name of that conservative beer that popped up? That they were charging, uh, what was it, $24 for a six-pack? Because they're grifters! You guys keep falling for grifters. Oh. Yes, gay is very contagious. If you're around enough gay people, you will... Like, if you're around enough gay people, you'll eventually be like, I wonder what a dick tastes like. It happened to me. It can happen to you. Speaking of investigations into Trump... We have yet to see any kind of legal movement on the front of January 6th, but apparently there is an open investigation into Trump's involvement with January 6th. Washington Post investigation found that more than a year would pass before prosecutors and FBI agents jointly embarked on a formal probe of actions directed from the White House to try to steal the election. Even then... The FBI stopped short of identifying the former president as a focus of that investigation. April. April of 2022, before the FBI started looking into Trump and his inner circle. Insane. Speaking of January 6th, Mike Pence, who Trump supporters apparently wanted to hang on January 6th. He is spreading a lie I hear a lot from right-wingers. That, uh... Hold on. I, there's um, video with this. 
I don't watch this shit before I watch it on here with you guys. That's when sometimes things don't go a little smooth. Go as smooth as they could. Former no. president commits a crime and you don't charge. Yeah, no. That could be just as damaging to our gold standard rule well, of law example. I, I think the proper answer right now, because we have an indictment, mm -hmm. and as I said, the allegations are serious. And um, the proper approach now is for equal treatment under the law. The Department of Justice, uh, I would like to see, bring equal vigor to the investigation into allegations around Hunter about Biden. you? you know we have not? investigations swirling you know around Hunter Biden. About, How do you know that they're not doing that right now? Well, I, I, I want to see them come forward There's a US attorney with in action Delaware that's that would reflect their commitment to equal treatment under the law. And frankly, you know, the fact that, uh, that, that President Biden was found to have had classified documents dating all the way back, not just to his years as vice president, but to his years in the United States Senate, I, I would like to see the Department of Justice moving forward they have vigorously special, they have with that investigation. He appointed a special counsel. That's equal treatment under the law. So what? So you approve of what Garland did by having a special counsel look into the president? Well, 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 we'll see what happens, Chuck. I mean, the, the American Wait, people. Give me your have definition seen, of equal treatment. The American people have seen treatment. so far that the former president has been subject to But there's to a difference between equal treatment and equal outcome. There is a. Are you looking for Chuck, an equal outcome or equal treatment? Chuck, Did you get my point. I get your point, and I, I think I'm being very clear on this. I think the American people uh, would like to see evidence that we don't have a two-tiered system of justice. Seven years, uh, it, it appears as though, as though Democrats uh, get one level of treatment and, and Republicans especially... Uh... Yes, yes, it does appear that there is a two-tiered system of justice. If you have money, you can get out of pretty much anything. If you don't have money, you get the harshest penalties possible in a pretty much totalitarian system almost. But, but, but when it comes to Democrats and Republicans on Capitol Hill, it is, it is quite obvious that Democrats actually get held accountable. And Republicans get a skirt by by claiming persecution all the time. Just saying. Uh, those of us in the Trump-Pence administration get another. The American people want to, see, want to see action by the Department of Justice that proves to them or starts to prove to them that that's not the case. Did the I gotta tell you, bar Justice Department politicize things in favor of the Democrats? Is that your allegation that in four of the seven years you're describing that the Justice Department that was run by Republican, former Republican... Excellent job, Chuck Todd. Two-time Republican Attorney General Bill Barr was politicizing the Justice Department in favor of Democrats? What I'm saying to you is that we now know that the Russia collusion investigation should have never been begun. No, 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 no evidence of that whatsoever. Two and a half years put the country through. Inspector General never said that. Nope. The days following that, under the Biden administration now, we've literally seen the Justice Department targeting parents going to school board meetings. We've seen the Justice Department targeting pro-life activists. And, and I, I have to tell you, Chuck, I'm still waiting for the rash of prosecutions 
of people involved uh, in the BLM riots from the summer of 2020. I mean, where where is the equal treatment under the law as evidence of the fact that that people are being brought into court, being held before having caused billions of dollars in damage in hundreds of riots throughout the summer of 2020? Look, clearly the American people, or, or not, or I will tell you among Republicans, um, vast majority uh, of Republicans have lost confidence in the Department of Justice. And if I'm elected thousands in the United States, exactly clinically, I said on day one we're gonna we're gonna clean house at the highest levels of the Department of you, Justice. You about- so good oh, Sunday morning. Whoa, whoa. This is Chris Gardner. It's almost uh, funny how Mike Pence insists on reminding every anyone who might think for a minute that he's going to run as a normal human that he's still uh, the fact-free charlatan that he's always been. This was the DOJ three years ago while Mike Pence was vice president. 300 people facing federal charges for crimes committed during national demonstrations. Just one press release. Just one example one example yes there were people picked up in unmarked vans without charges that is why there were bail funds created right wingers always leave that fact off when they talk about like oh well democrats bailed out rioters absolute nonsense remember we're gonna hear about the the sub that has vanished looking for the titanic the uh transphobic movie that was uh, canceled by AMC, uh, plus a World Series of Poker player was caught cheating, apparently. We've got the video of it. It gets very, very tense. So stick around. All that fun is coming up right after we do this one story that some of you may not want to stick around for. And I totally understand if you don't. This one is heartbreaking. So give us about seven or eight minutes. Come back and we'll have the fun stories rocking for you. And you'll get your animal video. So about seven or eight minutes. We're going to watch the body cam footage when Chad Doerman was apprehended. Chad Doerman accused of killing his three young sons. Once again, content warning. Where's he at? Get him right here. Right here. You got him on four days ago. Use some of your hands now! Stand up and walk walk towards us! Stand up now! Walk towards us! Stand up with There's no violence in it clinically. This is just him being apprehended. Chad Dorman, Chad Dorman. I know, but we can't The footage that got me popped showed the cops killing a killer. We gotta find cover first. We ain't no good if we ain't safer, so. Hey, hey, no. 
We need to come from this side where we can see them. Don't take cover behind her. You ain't got no cover anywhere. What the fuck are you doing? We're going to approach from this side. We got cover. Right here. Take cover. Go. 29 and 63 attack up. Show us your Show fucking hands now! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up now! Stand up! So yeah, this is freaky. He's just sitting on the stoop. I'm not exactly sure what they're blacking out. Oh, that's a body? Oh, God. Get the EMS over here. Get your butt inside. Gatlin, get your butt inside. We on primary? 29, we got three kids now. Three kids! 63, we're 21. Have EMS respond over here. I can't, I hate children. I can't even comprehend how you do that. Robert, 34, just start a mass cast. 63, do you want them to respond to the Laurel Lindale address? Where exactly do you need them? We're right in the front yard. What are you doing, man? Hey, pretty copy all this. Can I roll over? I ain't gonna hurt you. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hurt nobody. You got anything on you? No, I ain't got nothing, man. Fair. I ain't gonna hurt nobody. I'm mad. I ain't, I ain't nothing. Just make sure that dog don't come out. I don't think he'll bite you. Just don't reach for him and try to grab him and pet him. Right. He won't bite you. What's going on, man? Nothing. Uh, can I stand up? It's kind of uncomfortable. I'm gonna nothing. Away. You can do whatever you want with him. Killed babies. Killed babies. Here. You the only one else inside the house? What? You the only one else inside yeah, the house? Yeah, yeah. Sit down right uh, here. My my daughter, she ran over to the fire department. Sit down. Uh, it's my stepdaughter. Put him in the cage. <laughs> and this is how I know that cops are shitless, heartless pieces of shit. Because if I came up on a dude that did what he did, I would not be able to contain myself. <laughs> I would not be handling this guy the way they are handling him.
Evil, I think, is the only word that really can describe what we heard today. Now, Chad Dorman, like you said, went in front of a judge here at the Claremont County Municipal Court around 10 this morning. Now, prosecutors say that this is the worst crime that they have ever seen, and they pushed to make sure that Dorman will not be able to get out of jail anytime soon. So they requested a $20 million bond, which the judge did grant. Now, that $20 million bond, the prosecutors say, is the most that they know of in Claremont County history. Did even have a Bond. The prosecutor had to say in court, but again, we do want to warn you that what you are about to listen to is very hard to hear and contains some truly horrific descriptions about what happened. The trauma that this man has inflicted on his family, the community, law enforcement, first responders, and all of the rest of us who have any idea what's going on here is unspeakable. There's been a full admission in this case, Judge. The case is still new. Uh, we're still discovering facts, but the evil horror of what we know is impossible to process. In an act of just incomprehensible cruelty, the father that stands before you lined up his three young boys and he executed them in his own home with a rifle. They were ages three, four, and seven, Judge. In an act of desperation to save her children, the mother at some point grabbed the gun that father was wielding to attempt to protect them. We know that one of the boys was able to flee into a field near the home. And again, we know from his admission, father hunted that boy down, drug him back to the property, and executed him in front of witnesses. The mother was... The fuck? Shot through the hand in her attempt to protect her children. Judge, I asked the court in setting this bond to just begin to imagine their fear. This was the man that every day they woke up looking to for protection, love, guidance in all things. The man they trust more than any other person on earth person they rely upon to keep them safe from harm. He was their world, he was their guardian, and he executed them in cold blood. We know that from his admission. Yeah, yeah, uh, there there are certain cases I actually do agree with the death penalty. The children's mother called 911 around 4.15 yesterday afternoon. She told dispatchers that, quote, her babies had been shot. Now this all, um, when they arrived, the sheriff's deputies made contact with Dorman, who was actually just sitting outside of the home and then arrested him. Now the boy's 34-year-old mother, she had been shot in the hand, like you heard the prosecutor said, and was also outside the house. Now court documents say that Dorman confessed to planning and carrying out the deaths of these victims for several months. Now I've covered a lot of murder cases in my time as a journalist over the past 15 years. And I must say that the details in this case are just absolutely horrific. And it's not often that you see a prosecutor get choked up like we did in the courtroom this morning. Now Dorman will be held on that $20 million bond and he did not enter a plea today despite what you heard there, investigators saying that he has admitted to these killings. No training of any kind prepares you for this. It's easy to forget that these are men and women with families. But don't fucking cry, motherfucker. Planned it for votes. They're not some automaton performing a delegated function. They're people. They were required to give CPR to gunshot children. 
three, four, and seven-year-old children. They held these boys in their arms, knowing, knowing there was nothing they could do to save them. How long do those scars last? Parents in the community reacted to the news of the shooting last night as well. I have nine, seven, three, and a newborn. There is nothing my kids have ever done or could ever do that would make me want to take their life. Landed for months! On a daily basis. That's every parent on the planet. If you don't have a kid, you'll understand one day. Kids drive you nuts, they push your buttons, but there's nothing I could, they could ever do to make me want to shoot them. Nothing. I just seen the kids out playing yesterday, like the little boy was riding this go-kart like he does all the time. They were good kids. He was just a very angry man. Like he just was always yelling at his wife and his kids and you just really don't pay no attention to stuff like that. He's a fucking thing. shit. They just should not be cut down like that. They should not. No father should ever even think about doing that to their children. I can't even, there is no explanation that makes it make sense. And like, maybe we'll learn, cause like this just happened a couple of days ago. Yeah, this, this news story was from just a few hours ago. The murder happened on Friday. Happened in Ohio. Claremont County, Ohio. Yeah, I, I see no no indication that they have a motive. I'm sorry. I hate I hate doing stories. So like moving forward with the show because of the issues I've had um we're going to do like troll patrol extra x-rated like once a week and it's going to be behind a paywall and I'm going to be on a platform that I can get away with play and we'll just do cop videos and shit and I'll stop playing body cam videos on the actual show. How's that sound? I think I like, I like, parts of Ohio there's there's parts of Ohio I'm into I've had I've had fun in Cincinnati I've had fun in, uh, in Columbus fair enough clinically fair, fair the, the show might become more segmented and be segments on different things yeah yeah I understand I understand. So, yep. Probably best thing to do is to separate the body cam footage, hardcore portion of the show 
somewhere else on a different platform. Put it behind a paywall. But then you don't get to hear about Taylor Shabiznes. So what is, if I if I do a story, <laughs> I'm still laughing over that. There's that is not a laughing. A mom finding her son's head in a bucket is no laughing matter. But man, did I get a kick out of that story? And her name was Shabiznes. Oh, what town is OSU in? I don't even know. Are you in Dayton? In Columbus? <sighs> yeah, but like, you say profit. I mean, Porg makes a good point. But I'm not doing it for profit-driven reasons. Not that I'm it's not that I'm wanting to profit off of it. It's that it's too extreme for the other platforms. Like the Jerry Springer, too hot for TV. I, uh, I've thought about putting the show on Pornhub. Cause why not? All right, seriously, we're past the, we're past the traumatic shit. We got a little, we got a, we got some transphobia coming up. Then, then we, we, we once again, like last night, we, we take the good with the bad. A little transphobia, but some good shit. Urgent search underway for a submarine that apparently takes tourists to see the Titanic wreckage. An urgent search and rescue operation that is currently underway in the Atlantic Ocean. Right now, U.S. Coast Guard officials are racing to find a submersible operated by a company that runs tours of the Titanic wreckage. Officials say that this was reported overdue on Sunday and is said to have only 96 hours of survival time. We are told several government agencies and deep sea companies are working <laughs> establishing contact with this. I didn't know. Miguel Marquez is joining us now live with more details on this. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't know that it was full of tourists. I didn't know it was a race against time before a bunch of them die. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought it was, f oh, funny. The submarine that takes the tourists down to the Titanic is missing. I thought, I thought it was funny. Like, oh, isn't that ironic? Don't you think? I didn't, I didn't know all the other details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, makes things a lot different, doesn't it? Well, shit. This Miguel, what do you know at this point? 
Yeah, the company that runs this uh, operation, Ocean Gate Expeditions, uh, does everything from uh, you know, science uh, underwater to photography and video to, to tourism as well to places like the Titanic wreckage and have done it for quite some time. It costs about $250,000 per person to do this. What we don't know... Well, it's bougie as fuck. On this submersible, ...it can hold, if it is the one that they uh, have up on their website, it can hold up to five people. It has 96 hours worth of air, but it all depends on how many people are on that submersible and how deep it is. We know that the U.S. Coast Guard, along with Canadian uh, Air Force as well, is uh, assisting in this. They're all moving to this area uh, by <laughs> fixed wing and boats trying to get uh, to the area so that they can help out. I love you guys. I love you guys. These depths are incredibly deep. Uh, the Titanic itself is about 3,800 meters. That's about 13,000 feet under the under the ocean. Just extreme, extreme remote and difficult op place to, to operate on a good day. Um, the, uh, the Canadians do have a P-8 or a Poseidon aircraft that does have some ability to see basically... I love those orcas. ...hunting uh, aircraft that can see underwater to some degree, but it's not clear if they know where this uh, this craft is uh, and and what exactly happened to it, um, as you mentioned, they have about 96 hours of air in, in sort of a perfect conditions, but it's not clear, given that this was reported missing 24 hours ago now, how much more air they might have and where this search goes from <laughs> now. Right now, all hands on deck trying to find this craft. Brenna? All right, Miguel, thank you for the very latest there. I want to turn now to an expert on this. We have Butch Hendrick here with us. Uh, I Butch, think they're telling us they're dead. Of experience as a rescue diver. You're also the president and founder of Lifeguard Systems, which is an international rescue and recovery training uh, company. Do you know where you begin with a rescue like this? Well, I think the same way the United States Coast Guard and the Canadians will be working, the first thing is to discover, does the unit, the submersible, have releasable beacons, emergency beacons? So if it does, then it would have possibly released a beacon or two to the surface so that they could be tracked. A signal would be coming out off of that that our Coast Guard, the Canadians, the Brits, would be able to pick up and then be able to start to track where it might have come from. We'd be looking at what has happened in the last 48 hours to the weather. What conditions may have changed that are not normal? What would have happened with the currents at the depths and in between? Yeah, poor, but you do death at sea with the rich people you got, not the rich people that you wish you had. Taken <laughs> and over, overrode the power of the unit submersible that's down next would be that the, the proper unit submersible should have a oh i got a unit that can go deep for you that could be sending out an underwater signal that would help you live in sexual anarchy so i'll be looking for those looking at the weather and tracking on what would have happened to if it okay thirteen thousand feet is the wreckage but did they make it all the way down? Like, did the, like did something happen to them while they were down there? Like, do we know this? Like, I knew nothing about this story before we watched it. Elon, Elon, doesn't he have a submarine that he can send down there to, to save these fuckers? It got taken off of the site. The Coast Guard 
Well, sir. Yeah, they call them a pedo. Very similar, and they'll be coming in with their own trackers. If they find a beacon that was released from the submersible, they would see where it was, track the weather, put another one of their own in the water, and track it and see how it would go. This guy's a rescue diver. I know that listening to one of the admirals, the you can see that the sea sucks the life out of you because he's only 33. Side scan sonar units at the moment with larger, more capable pieces of equipment behind it. But he looks like he's 72. Side scan based on a debris field. You'd have to have a beautiful mapping sequence of the entire wreck that could be a layover, if you will. We would be mm -hmm. laying one on top of the other in order to see what's new. What is there that we didn't see before? Mater, let's do a podcast together where we watch ER. We'll do watch along ER. It has not had the power to maintain with the current. More likely, based on the original videos and the original thing that Bob Ballard did with the Titanic, yeah. is that it's maybe caught on something. And, I mean, these are huge concerns, Butch, obviously. Um, so... We do appreciate your time as we uh, have so many. So did I understand it right? They have like fucking 48 hours to live. Was that, was that what they, was that what they said? 48 to 72 hours, but they've been down there already. Ninety-two total, and it's been twenty-four. All right. Well, so find out by Thursday's Troll Patrol, right? I can't. Ma I I am horrible at doing the maths. In case you guys didn't know. But then you take my seventy-five percent chance of winning. And then add 66 and two-thirds percent. I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning. Don't be surprised if you get short shows on Wednesday and Thursday because of Final Fantasy. Just saying. Throwing it out there. I still be here, though. I got, I got show-shamed. I told my buddy I was going to take off. And he's like, you just came back. You can't take off. I got show shamed. Kind of like shut. <laughs> it's kind of like slut shaming. They've been overdue by 24 hours. It was a 24 hour trip to start. Oh, so they could be 48 hours into it. Okay. All, all right. So in in that uh, in that case, we should find out between now and Thursday. I mean, I'm not rooting for death, but I don't think I'd be sad. We're like, the story's kind of funny. It's, it's ironic and it's funny and it's couldn't happen to nicer people. Overnight, homes left. Now this, now this, this, uh, that, that was a horrible transition. Me saying couldn't happen to nicer people as we're about to talk about severe storms and extreme heat across the South. That was wrong of me. No, there are plenty of good people in the South. I'm in the South. I've got plenty of beautiful friends in the South. As a tornado ripped through part of Mississippi, the Southeast pummeled by another round of summer storms. And 12 million Americans across the South at risk today. 
It comes after a weekend of walloping weather. It was like rumbling. You could hear stuff cracking, breaking. Reports of at least 14 tornadoes touching down in nine states, killing five. From God damn. To extreme heat. Some 31 million Southerners remain under heat alerts as record-breaking triple-digit temperatures grip the region. Meanwhile, residents in Perryton, Texas, are still digging out of the destruction. It's Saturday just June. Another blow to the tiny town, just days after an EF3 tornado leveled more than 200 homes and businesses, killing three people. The weekend's downpour brought cleanup to a halt for residents like Oscar Hernandez, his four businesses destroyed by the tornado. How are you doing emotionally right now? But some relief for the devastated town. Texas Governor Greg Abbott on the ground. Fuck him. Signing a disaster declaration and promising help to rebuild. Amid so much uncertainty, a community coming together, inspiring hope in those like Oscar, determined to find a way forward. And Kristen, one sign of that resiliency and how this community is coming together, you've got folks out here on the grill. Uh, Jed has- I am so lucky that I have not been like, going, I have been in tornadoes kind of, but like not really, who have lived where I've lived. Behind you tells the tale of how strong that community really is. Priscilla, thank you so much. As we mentioned, that threat of more severe weather is ongoing. Dylan is in for Al this morning with everything we need to know to start the day. So much severe weather over the last few days. It has been. Yes, yes. Mater, Mater brings up a good point. Uh, Greg, uh, Greg Abbott just uh, just signed a law that restricted water on the job site for workers in Texas. It's wild. General area, and it's real scary when those storms happen overnight. Right now, though, we do have a lot of severe storms happening, especially across uh, Mississippi, where we do still at this time have severe thunderstorm warnings and even a so this was earlier today on today. We also have some of those uh, torrential downpours moving into southeastern uh, parts of uh, that's why it was fucking raining here the entire day. Torrential downpours. We could see as much as about four inches of rain or so right along the panhandle, but it's this whole area in yellow where we can can see wind gusts up to 60 miles per hour, uh, hail an inch or more in diameter, and also we can't rule out any of those tornadoes, too. The heat is also a major story and will remain a major story all week long. In Dallas, the heat index today is forecast to be 112 degrees. San Antonio will feel like 113. Tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. San Angelo will feel like 109 tomorrow. Austin, Texas will feel like 119, and this heat is going to last through at least <laughs> next weekend. Kristen. All right, I was getting a Sharpie. Hey, thanks for watching. Here's Al. I, you know, we'll catch a clip every now and then, but I don't think we're going to watch the Today Show regularly. Tell you what, theater goers for AMC are not going to be seeing. The film about detransitioners. AMC has pulled the film. Uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna be hearing from Fox News, so you know there's gonna be some bigotry involved. So the movie canceled. It was a film documenting uh, documenting documenting the journey of detransitioners. Uh, it was pulled after a backlash. Laura Becker, who was featured in the film, called out the dangerous precedent 
on Fox and Friends. Now remember, Ida, good evening. I want you I want you guys all to remember. I think I um this can't be censorship because the movie is available for free online. Anyone can watch it. So just keep that in mind. Lighting the impact that so-called gender affirming care has had on young people. Watch. There was a study looking at the Swedish population of those who had transitioned that found that those who had transitioned had suicide rates 19 times higher than population matched controls. Too many blockers followed by cross-sex hormones. Uh, I think that's lower than the rate of suicide for trans people. Long-term risk is... A Which would mean that transitioning lowers the suicide rate. AMC theaters abruptly canceled all screenings of the documentary, caving to the demands of a trans rights group. AMC theaters declining to comment on the record about their decision to pull the release. Our next guest tells her story in the film. Laura Becker detransitioned after undergoing surgery more than five years ago, and she joins us now. Laura, thanks for being with us on the program this morning. You tell your story in this documentary. Tell us at the outset why it's so important for not just you to share the story, but for others to hear it. Well, thank you for having me. This documentary and sharing these stories like mine of detransitioning and the medical harm that's being done to vulnerable populations is of the utmost importance because we have a plethora of young girls and boys, but girls especially, that are having identity issues, normal issues through puberty or more severe issues with autism, trauma, mental health issues. And they are going into clinics and saying, I need help with my gender dysphoria. And they are being fast tracked on a conveyor belt like system to getting surgery and hormones, which create permanent damages instead of addressing their actual mental health concerns. Yeah, Laura, I think I think the show's producers or the documentary's producers, as well as yourself, have described your 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 politics like this. I think it's interesting and important to highlight. You describe yourself. There are people that detransition their story should be heard most of them do so because they still don't feel accepted and it's easier to go back into the closet that is the vast majority of people also detransitioners only represent like one percent of people who have had uh trans affirming care or gender affirming care yourself as a moderate liberal and you say you're pro-gay and you see some mm-hmm. line as i do believe the producers of this film do as well some line here that we've crossed when it comes to trans issues i'm gonna i'm gonna flip the coin on this after this interview a large-scale eradication of boundaries and common sense especially when it comes to ch- children's developmental health um, and this is not a partisan issue, although it is conservatives, thankfully, speaking up about it. There are many moderates, liberals, and independents, such as myself, and the filmmakers who are just trying to increase awareness about mental health issues and medical ethics. It's not political. It is pro-gay. It is pro-you know neurodivergence acceptance, all sorts of so-called liberal or progressive values. But in this case, the boundaries are being crossed to harm people and the liberals are afraid to speak up about it. Mm. The, the, you're, you're the documentary's producers, they've said the following. They said, this is what fascism looks like. Uh, please mm. help this movie be screened, talking about the fact that it- No, no, this is what grifting looks like. Wings have been taken down or taken off the market by, by AMC. I'm curious, 
Um, your thoughts on this? Once again, the movie is available for free online. AMC. There is there is pressure. There are trans groups uh, putting pressure on AMC as to what actually motivated AMC. We do know that there's a larger story out there about. You know, this decline in ability to have a free conversation, rational thinking, that you can't talk about this. And by the way, while trans issues are the sort of the tip of the spear, it's on a lot of issues, right? And, and I'm, I'm curious, you know, as someone who does describe themselves as moderate liberal, you know, how you see this? Like, now that you're in it on this... I believe that she's moderate liberal the way that Tim Pool is moderate liberal. How you see it now that you've been engulfed in this one particular issue? The way that Blair White is moderate liberal. I mean... In this issue, so many other issues that I've become aware of, the censorship of free speech and free expression, um, I'm an artist myself, so in the arts, in the music industry, in the film industry, I think it's incredibly dangerous to set this precedent of suppressing free speech, suppressing viewpoints that basically are just unpopular or difficult to deal with. This is difficult subject matter. It's difficult for me to deal with. It's not that we should be silencing any topics that may be triggering or complicated, right. but we're seeing this incredibly dangerous precedent of doing so. Yeah, and it's just, it, it, uh, to me, it undercuts the validity of one's own argument if your response always has to be that the opposition must be silenced. And that's not- No one is silencing them. It is available for free online. Your it is on Vimeo. Find a way to find this story. It is on Vimeo. Look how disingenuous. It look. Hopefully, they'll find a way to find it. That includes your your detransition, Laura Becker. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, she didn't even plug that it's on Vimeo that you can go see it. That is what kind of a grift this is. This had nothing to do with even getting her message of the movie out. Because she didn't, she did not plug. Oh, you can go see it on Vimeo right now. Oh, but that kind of that kind of uh, shoots a hole in your argument that you're being censored, doesn't it? That like anybody could just go watch it. It's not a big deal. It's not about wanting people to watch it to get a message out. No, 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 no. You are a grifter. Here's another reason why I know, and here's a story that the right-wing media never tells you about detransitioners. Here is an ex-detransitioner. They have disavowed the anti-trans movement that they helped spark. It's very similar to the ex-gay communities, she now says. No one really changes. Though the mainstream press, especially in the UK, but not only there, often presents detransition as a deep, dark secret of the transgender community, the issue is actually pretty simple. Something like 1-3% to of people who begin a gender transition ultimately decide it's not for them, and they backtrack to tra or, or travel elsewhere across the landscape of gender identity. It's a straightforward question of individual needs and no cause for alarm, at least not in the abstract. However, in some cases, a person who wants transition will turn against the concept of trans identity itself. These people form activist groups around the idea of gender ideology was the source of their confusion and pain. They call themselves detransitioners and they advocate for limiting access to medical transition in the name of protecting others from making what they see as their mistakes. Detransitioners consider trans acceptance as something akin to a cult 
And, as I can attest, as a trans man and journalist who has tweeted critically of them before, they can respond with a pronounced hostility toward anyone who questions their beliefs. Now, some former members of the so-called detransition movement have themselves grown disillusioned with detransition orthodoxy and are starting to speak out. They report that, despite their efforts to change, they are still trans. They want people to know that the detransition movement couldn't fix them. Indeed, they are never they never needed fixing in the first place. Kai Shevers, I think I'm saying that right, Kai Shivers, Kai Shevers is the most prominent of these apostates to date. She started the transition to male when she entered college, but bef- uh, before later ending her transition, she now identifies uh, now again identifies as transmasculine. Think more Elliot Page, less Chaz Bono, and uses she/her pronouns. From 2013 to early 2020, Shivers published under the name C- Crash Chaos Cats, writing and vlogging. Rick, that's very close to uh, Chainsaw's name there. Crash Chaos Cats, writing and vlog that pretty good, and vlogging regularly about her detransition and the beliefs that led her to it. She was interviewed for two major articles on detransition, both by cisgender female journalists Rachel Monroe for the Outline and Katie Herzog for the Stranger. Both pieces tell the story of Shivers identifying as male when she entered college, starting testosterone therapy soon after her mother's death by suicide, and going off testosterone while still identifying as genderqueer. They end with her giving up her genderqueer identity and embracing the idea that not only her gender dysphoria, but all gender dysphoria was false and caused by internalized sexism combined with trauma, an idea that she then did much to advance and proliferate online. Today, however, Shevers has recanted this view, according to her, like the ex-gays of the 1990s and 2000s, many of whom claim they overcame their sexuality after religious conversion, only to reaffirm it later, some detransition people still struggle in private against feelings of gender dysphoria that they can never fully suppress. It's very similar to ex-gay communities, where there's a story out there that people change, and it's great and everything, she told me. No one really changes. They learn to keep their desire under control. Detransitioners may be a small group. Even the highest estimates are in the hundreds compared with the estimated number of transgender identifying people in the low millions, but they have been influential in pushing their denial that trans people that trans identity is real. Publicly, detransitioners disavow not only their individual transition histories, but also the fact that transition helps trans people worldwide to live comfortably in their own skin. If, if you would like to finish reading the article, this is from 2021. Encourage it. Now I want to talk about wrestling. Fabian, good evening, my friend. I want to talk about wrestling because CM Punk came back to AEW on Saturday. And I think you're all going to really enjoy his speech. He had a lot to say during the show, but this is a speech he gave after the show. 
and I have not heard it yet. So I'm glad to listen to it with you guys. He held up a sign that said protect trans children at the end of the show. And apparently he grabbed the mic and he gave him the piece of his mind in the arena after the cameras went off. Is a fraction of what I watch him go through. He's still positive and he fights when he gets chemo. So me, saying, oh, I have my tricep. And maybe somebody on the internet, the mom's basement doesn't like me. That's all horseshit. I love each and every single one of you, even the guy who spelled my name wrong on that sign. <laughs> being based he's a cult of personality damn right they had um, rainbow symbols on the back of their tights they were very cool 
I, I enjoyed it very much. Go from the ring to the poker table. Remember last year we got that really wild cheating scandal in the world of professional fishing? This year we get us a cheating scandal in the world of professional poker. Cheating accusations surface after heated confrontation during the World Series of Poker $250,000 Super High Roller Bowl. <laughs> the Super High Roller Bowl ended on Sunday night with longtime poker pro Chris Brewer winning his first gold bracelet and taking in $5 million. Five million dot five point two, almost five point three million, almost five point three million. It might as well be five point three million. Jesus, goddamn Christ! Why didn't I play poker? Oh, oh, fuck! Finishing in third place was Morton uh, Crobble of Prague. A polarizing figure who has a knack for rattling his opponent. His behavior, however, seems to have crossed the line for some in the poker community who are lobbing accusations of impropriety at best and cheating at worst. When fellow poker pro Dan Smith was eliminated in sixth place by Morton, he then stood up and said, Good luck to most of you, and pointed at Morton and uh, pointed at Morton Carble and added, I hope you get bored. Dan Smith then went on to clarify that he hopes Martin Carble gets bored saying his antics are the worst of anyone he's ever played with. So, let's take a look at what happened. All in. All of it. Count, please. This is for eight big blinds. Cabrell wants a count. How much? 5.9 altogether, yeah? Assume that he doesn't have too much, but maybe considering a call. <coughs> so I think this this is Corbell. What is this? And Smith is the dude with the hoodie. What do you think the odds are? He's slow going when it's one, he raised to 1.7 and Dan shows 5.9. Call. There's that call, and here we go. What's he got? 10-6 and diamonds? He's quite for no Smith. For but good luck, Dan. And the 10 6 suited for Cabral. Right? Still good. Dan Smith, about a 2 to 1 favorite. To find the double, that'd get him back to 13 million in chips. I, I don't understand how you cheat. As it comes 8 6 4. You see the six outs for Smith on the top of your screen looking for an ace or a queen or will be eliminated at the queen hands of, of Martin Caprell. It's paint, but it's a king. GG, Dan. Good luck, most of you. Okay. I hope you get barred. I will, I will be what? I hope you get barred. What does it mean? Ben. Why? Your, your antics are the worst of anyone I've ever seen. Everyone else was great playing. Okay. Dan. Somebody must be worse. 
I don't understand what he's accused of doing. It's been pretty heated on his way out. But we 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 know what is we know what his hand is. Well, I okay. So watch his fingers here. I don't I don't understand. Did he did he bend the cards? I think he might have bent the cards. That's that is that is a way you can cheat. A way to mark the card so that you know what's coming up in the deck. But still, that makes it incredibly hard because fuck it. What's the chances that you're gonna get that card, or that somebody else is gonna have that card? You're gonna know what they like. It's a wild tactic. Apparently, that's what he's accused of doing. He bent the card as he was he was putting it back to uh, to to shuffle. That's what I would think that they use a fresh deck. These are these are fucking millions of dollars on the line here. Might use a fresh deck every fucking time. But apparently that's what he was accused of doing. That was yeah, marking cards, watch his fingers. Dan is 100% right. Martin should be banned. He has a history of repeatedly marking cards to try to cheat and everyone in the high roller community knows it. Not only that, but Martin makes the experience unpleasant by being rude, yelling in people's ears nonstop. I wonder what else he does. Taking full time when he knows he's folding, standing over people to see their stack when he's clearly trying to angle. I've never seen such an egregious and blatant attempt to angle and cheat in a tournament in my life. Whether you think Morton is entertaining or not is irrelevant. The guy is known scum who is always going to try to cheat and angle. And he should not be allowed to play with the other players who are the best in the world, who have the utmost integrity for the game. Keep the integrity of the game. Ban the cheaters. So I think that's just the same clip we watched earlier. I think they know it. So apparently they got him on this one. Double God damn it, Twitter. Yes, Mark. What was your problem, please? My problem is that you're not following the rules. Which rule? Martin, you were here at the beginning of play, yes or no? Yes. Or as you say, correct. I, I was. Okay, you were. That's good. He said, the floor said, that you're not allowed to stand up, especially during during the hand. That's not what he said. He did say that. What, what, why? Can you tell me what he said? Why? That's not what he said. And I was not going out of my seat. I was just looking at his well, side for two seconds. Are you guys seat. crazy or what? Okay. We're crazy. You're the normal one. We're okay. No, I am not normal, but I, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not normal. I'm not normal. The reason you're not allowed to stand is that if the cards were marked, you'd have a better angle of it. I love this. I love this. I'm not normal was his defense. Okay, so apparently they're saying that he stood up from his seat. 
and that would give him a better shot at knowing if the cards were marked that he marked apparently earlier in the hand. And I was not go going out of my seat. I was just looking at his face for two seconds. Are you guys crazy or what? Okay. We're crazy. You're the normal one. We're okay. No, I am not normal, but I, I didn't do anything wrong. That we agree. I'm not normal. The reason you're not allowed to stand is if the cards were marked, you'd have a better angle of it. So as a preventative measure, you can't have that. Are you joking or not? I'm not no, no, that's the reason the ruling says. He's being factual. It's re re really nice. Yeah, you guys have a pretty safe. They've created the rule for you to protect us. Yeah. If you have any more questions, let us know. Thank you. You guys are really good guys. <laughs> Chance summed it up better. So funny. We could have. Killing my time bank, doing this, all this shit. Okay, I kind of like the cheater guy. Dan, as you exited the table, I heard you mention a comment to Martin. Do you want to elaborate on what you meant there? Martin's antics at the table are worse than anyone I've played with. Um, people were speculating, like there were a lot of discussions about whether he was marking cards. Um, whether or not that's true, playing with him is unbelievably unpleasant. He's rude. He takes the full 30 seconds every time. Check his ass. Does he have a uh, Does he have a vibrator up his ass? It felt like something not kosher was going on. Um, can't know for sure, uh, but I think it's ridiculous that he's allowed to play in the tournament. Bringing it back to your experience here this summer, your third cash, you won your last bracelet on this stage last summer. Is there a level of familiarity now that you're you know back and you have that bracelet under your belt? Um, this oh, I don't care. I don't care about that. So here he is looking at like his opponent's hand. It looks like it does look like he's pulling some shady shit, but it looks like he's trying to do it to like make a name for himself or something. Be a personality kind of like the Conor McGregor of the, which Conor McGregor apparently charged with assault. He's a gigantic piece of shit, but that might be his angle. He's trying to like play heel or some shit. That's what I assume. Cause like he did, did kind of look like he marked the cards. And if he was trying to stand up and he did book them, but then again, that could just be them leading us to believe that based on the footage that we watched, right? It very much looked like the story that we were reading wanted to lead you that way. Is, is cheating part of the game? I don't think that's true. I I like that. I like like cheat if you if you don't like that's like on Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they play Charity McDennis. It's like it's okay to cheat as long as you don't get caught. <laughs> like cheating is a is a big part of the game. Uh but you, you don't get caught doing it. Alright, alright. Here's a bear that got caught. Colorado Parks and Wildlife experts telling us this is the time of year when, of course, we start to see bear activity pick up in the state, but haven't quite seen anything like this before. Fox 31's Samantha Spitz speaking with the homeowner new at night. Samantha. Yeah, hey, Jeremy, I really haven't seen something like this either. This is all happening Wednesday afternoon. Quite the scene for this neighborhood. After several attempts to climb out of the top floor window, the bear eventually made its way back downstairs and out another window. <laughs> 
Neighbors in Steamboat Springs caught an unexpected visitor on camera Wednesday afternoon. These particular bears have been around for since I've lived there. But this was something homeowner Ryan McFarland says even caught him by surprise. Hey, boo-boo. This city boy ever expected to get. Ryan says he was at work when he learned a bear had climbed into his house through a window on the first floor. He got his nails in there and just ripped that window right open. There's a bear! And got inside <laughs> and helped himself to my pork chops that I had out for dinner that night. Um, got some snacks out of the pantry. Making its way up to the master bedroom, Ryan says the bear got locked it took a nap climb out of the window the officer actually went and opened the door to the bedroom so that the bear could go out eventually retreating out the same way it had come in bears are opportunistic rachel gonzalez with colorado parks and wildlife says it's important to prevent teaching bears bad habits starting those practices now locking up your trash closing your windows your door <laughs> Again, doing our part to not teach bears bad habits because once they learn that bad habit, they're going to keep doing that bad habit. Lessons learned for Ryan and a day he'll never forget. I was definitely anxious to get there and, you know, the thought was going through my mind that there's going to be, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in damage and that wasn't the case this time. I'm grateful that he was a respectful house guest. Oh, cute bear. See bears in the fall months when they're trying to pack on the pounds before hibernation. So just another good reminder to be proactive, lock up the trash, close your windows at night, especially if you live in an area with bear activity. In studio, Samantha Spitz. Starts anything like this before. Fox 31, Samantha Spitz speaking. Um, if you're on Grinder, you always live in an area with bear activity. You live in sexual anarchy. Ah, ah, it was good. With the homeowner new at night, Samantha. Yeah. You wanted a snack and a nap. Something like this either. This is all happening Wednesday afternoon. Quite the scene for this neighborhood. After several attempts to climb out of the top floor window, the bear eventually made its way back downstairs and out another window. <laughs> Neighbors in Steamboat Springs caught an unexpected visitor on camera Wednesday afternoon. These particular bears have been around for since I've lived there. But this was something homeowner Ryan McFarland says even caught him by surprise. That's not a call this city boy ever expected to get. Ryan <laughs> when he learned a bear had climbed into his house through a window on the first floor. He got his nails in there and just ripped that window right open. There's a bear! And got inside and helped himself to my pork chops that I had out for dinner that night. Um, got some snacks out of the pantry. Making its way up to the well, mountain. If you didn't want the bear to have the pork chops, why'd you leave him out for him? Tried to climb out of the window. The officer actually went and opened the door to the bedroom so that the bear could go out. Eventually retreat. And pork chops are good. It had come in. Bears are opportunistic. Rachel Gonzalez with Colorado Parks and Wildlife says it's important to prevent teaching bears. You know, I didn't think about that. that they don't have AC. Now. Locking up your trash, closing your windows, your door. I would say yeah. thanks to climate change, all new homes should have AC. There's bad habits. Because once they learn that bad habit, they're going to keep doing that bad habit. Lessons learned for Ryan and a day he'll never forget. I was definitely anxious to get there. And, you know, the thought was going through my mind that there's going to be, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in damage and... That wasn't the case this time. I'm grateful that he was a respectful house guest. CBW and the bear left him five stars on Airbnb.
Trying to pack on the pounds before hibernation, so just another good reminder to be proactive. Lock up the trash, close your windows at night, especially if you live in an area with bear activity. In studio, Smith Smith's Fox 31. All right. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. Bear BNB. I'm Justin Freakin. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol live.